What's happening, boys and girls of the internet world? My name is Christopher Marinin, and you are listening to the No One Is Listening podcast, a podcast for everyone about everything. Was that a pregnant pause? Why? What does are, that even mean? You are. You. You had a pause. I, it was mid-breath. Is it a boy or a girl? It takes nine months, that's why. I think. It's mid-breath, but you know what? I started this duck stopwatch, and it's not even <laughs> counting up or down. It's just two ducks floating in a river right now. Anyways, <laughs> who, uh, who am I sitting across from today? Hey, everyone's Dave. How are you all doing? <laughs> uh, we're here. Uh, it's been a while. But you don't know that. Yeah. I'm alive. Some people know about it. Our close friends know about it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been asking for this forever. Yeah, so I'm sorry. It. Yeah, so it's good to be in a room with you guys. It is. And, uh, feels good. Yeah, it feels Who great. else is over here? Hey, I'm Derek. What's going on, guys? Hey, Derek. How are your holidays? Fuck that. Let's get to the <laughs> Good scene, guys. For real, no, this is good. This is good. So, I'm, ha- I, you know, over here, you guys obviously listening right now can't, can't see what we're doing, but we got a couple uh, electronic devices in front of us. <laughs> Dave has this monster timer that we've referenced in other episodes. Oh, yes. I can't get a, an a effing timer to work to save my life here. I'm struggling with this. So, Dave, you're going to have to keep time Dude, today. monster timer all day. It's been yeah. tried and true. I monster tried it. Monster timer's the best one. It's untrue. It's untrue for me. <laughs> uh, if it's not yeah. broke, man. <laughs> Don't pick ducks. They will always go against you. Well, we want to you know, keep this fresh and fast for all those who are listening to the podcast... <laughs> In their in their jog routine, and you know, um, <laughs> it's well. Okay, I see the problem here. If anyone ever goes to online stopwatch, is it because you're using a MacBook? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> It's Probably. counting down from 10. I can't get it to count up. <laughs> Chris is our resident hipster. <laughs> Make sure to update your drivers. It's not working. He's so. literally in a coffee shop right now. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I wish. Hey, do you have Adobe Flash playing? <laughs> I couldn't see this beautiful Stay Puft Marshmallow Man if I didn't have Adobe uh, Flash. Yeah. But anyways, Dave, you control the time today. Uh, the time's this, going. This is an episode that we can really get off the rails on. That's why oh, time, time is so uh, important on this <laughs> one. Real. You know, if, if you're unfamiliar with the podcast, I'll run it down real quick this is a show where a group of dudes get together and we just chat about things um normally one of us is really passionate about the topic sometimes two or three of us are passionate about the topic just so happens today's topic is something near and dear to my heart and i didn't do a lot of research for this because i want to kind of see how the old memory kind of fills in the blanks here memory banks hold up yeah because i would was on a lot of Alcohol and drugs. Uh, <laughs> I think we all the, Yeah. <laughs> so this is interesting <laughs> during, during for me. These years. Yeah. And we kind of just break it down and have a little conversation. And hopefully you guys can join us in the conversation. You can hit us up on Twitter, at Noil Podcast. Get us on Instagram and kind of join in as you listen. Just chat us and let us know what you think and how wrong we are about everything. Or, or just right. send, send us some smelfies. That's Ooh. the new thing. What, What's a smelfie? Yeah, it's me. coming. There's going to be these like new sniffer things you put on your phone. People <laughs> no. can send you their scent. <laughs> is, it, is it a dongle? Uh, is a dongle that you can put yeah, in? It's the- my Kickstarter. <laughs> hey, everyone donate right, yeah, to Derek's that. Kickstarter. <laughs> right. So I'm, I'm going to do one called Smilfs. It's going to be pictures of Milfs that you scratch. Into. This episode brought to you by Smilfs and Smilfies. <laughs> hey, so Junior, perfect. come in here. Clean my dishwasher. I want to see your tiny tukus. Oh, I mean, moms don't have to be like. <laughs> I want if I'm on Smilfs, I want to see some angry Smilfs. Yeah. I'm in it for the anger. I want to see some retirees. Yeah, I mean that's your guys' business. I mean, burnt, uh, that should burnt be everybody's leather, business. burnt leather skin, and lots of caked on blush. All right, yeah, definitely resembling Bozo the Clown. Okay, that's if Smilfs.com exists. We're there. <laughs> 
See, we enter uncharted territory <laughs> on no it. one is listening. Just throwing these ideas out here. We're also an incubator. Uh, this is this is great. So <laughs> this episode is probably not going to come out because we're going to make millions yeah, we're of just dollars. Keep on going with this. All right, here we are. So <laughs> one of us, we start the season off with a bunch of topics inside of something we affectionately call the magic sack, which is a very lovely velvet sack uh, that stores all of our deepest desires. And we reach deep into this sack <laughs> and we pull out the topic and last episode we pulled out a topic very close to me which is 2000s era adult mm. swim yeah that's that's what you chose yeah <laughs> i love it man yeah, i'm so like, stoked <laughs> is it because there's 2000 shows <laughs> there's so 2000 shows 2000 bumpers it's crazy i when i put this topic in the magic sack i didn't I guess I didn't understand the ramifications mm-hmm. of trying to condense so much into a 40-minute, you know, 50-minute podcast. And thinking about the show prep for this, I was like, oh, no. I actually was intimidated. I was like, oh, yeah. this is going to get frightening. <laughs> like, this is, this is a lot. Um, yeah, this is like Superman grabbing Lois Lane's tit and ripping it off because he forgets, <laughs> I'm Kryptonian, she's human. <laughs> oh. The visual. <laughs> the old tit rip. <laughs> throwing it out there. <laughs> so it, this is, this show is exactly like a tit rip. And Do you think I, Superman's done that and then went back in time by spinning the world backwards? So uh, the it depends on what... Uh, uh, well, it depends on what area you're in. If you're talking the Silver Age Superman, then yeah, probably. But if you're talking modern age Superman... Was that really... The, that was a thing, though, right? Like, they said that he could change the rotation of the Yeah, yeah, yeah back in the 70s, he had every superpower that they could think of. Mm. Man, in this era of climate change, where is Superman? Uh, we need, uh, we he need still Superman. has white privilege. Oh, oh, boy. Hitting hard. Hitting hard early. It's true, man. Yeah. This is getting Paramount. Little, Paramount to what we do here, here. on Noyle. So, 2000s era adult swim. Okay. Let's just go. We got our show notes in front of us. There's a lot of uh, ground we can cover here, and it's so easy to get off track, especially uh, you know for someone like me, very passionate about this topic. But, Adult Swim, you know, we have the origins here right in front of us. What I remember is, well, first off, I don't remember Adult Swim starting in the 2000s. I thought it was much earlier. I thought it was in the 90s. With but, Space Ghost. But it was Space Ghost. Yeah. And, that, and yeah. I remember staying up super late as a kid, watching Space Ghost, thinking it was so cool. And so different. It was unique to stay up late, just like you watch your scramble vision on, you know, your parents' TV late at night. <laughs> adult I I Swim. <laughs> right. But Space Ghost was what I thought was Adult Swim going back previous to 2000. Mm. And that's, you know, that's that was the forerunner of this Adult Swim format. So it was launched in the year 2000 uh, by a guy named Mike Lazo. Good guy. It, he had a company called Ghost Planet Industries, which was had transformed into William Street. We all know William Street. It's a very well-known production house now. Mm. It has a good stinger. What's that? The, the ding. <laughs> <laughs> what was that again? Ding. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Derek, everyone. <laughs> so it, it, was, it started off with Space Goes Coast to Coast, which... Mm. Classic, dude. I mean, oh, it was, yeah. it was yeah. as you put in here, the first animated talk show. And I'll be damned if it didn't have the best interviews that I, I remember for anything. I mean, really, this is pro- this is Conan O'Brien at his show, and he had mm. his quirks and everything like that. But Space Ghost, the innovator of the awkward talk show oh, format. Yeah. You're bringing me down, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> just because celebrities had the ability to videotape themselves in interviews. Yeah. They didn't have to go to, into a studio or anything. 
they just got questioned by <laughs> some <laughs> weird dude yeah. like space ghosts. And, and even back then, I just I loved uh, the Bjork interview. Uh, Bjork. Really um, stuck out to me, and that to me, that's the foundation of Adult Swim. Like Space Ghosts, those weird interviews. It wasn't the anime, which was definitely another big part of Adult Swim. That was the other big angle, which I was never, I guess no. I was too young to get into anime. Yeah. Because Cowboy Bebop played on the first night that Adult Swim launched. I don't think I was nerdy enough or Asian enough to like <laughs> all the anime. Or quirky oh, enough. Yeah, or yeah. What, insert, you I, know. I, just, I never, just tried never to watch Dragon Ball Z and then I got really frustrated because it got to a good point and they hadn't done any of the voiceover work yet. Mm. So... Uh, they kept stopping at that episode for like two <laughs> fucking years. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty frustrating, so yeah. I stopped watching it. Plus, uh, I was uh, I wanted to have sex. Uh, <laughs> so with so with all this, right? So you have you have Space Ghost and anime, right? And really, Cowboy Bebop never did anything for me. Any of the anime shows, even until I got in my twenties, mm. never did anything for me. But it was still a staple of two thousands era Adult Swim, and. I guess I didn't realize that other shows launched around that same time, like Sea Lab 2021, yeah. Aqua Teen, Harvey Birdman, Brack Show. They all came out. Mm. They launched yeah. with this format. And I didn't pick up those other shows, the ones that I fell in love with until probably like 2003, 2004. Oh, Harvey Birdman was so good. Yeah. yeah. That never... was the only one that stuck with me in that era. So I like Space Ghost. Mm. Um, Harvey Birdman never really. I I always hate it like Hanna Barbera. See, that's, <laughs> but that's was, what I love about it. Voice like Stephen Colbert. I know. I I get that. I get that. But but that's what made Harvey Birdman. That's what made Adult Swim so unique to me. Mm. Is that they took these iconic yeah. Hanna Barbera yes. characters and then were able to translate them and modernize them in a way that adults could laugh at. You know, mm. it's like I remember. Obviously, who doesn't? If you grew up in America with the television set, you have seen Hanna Barbera cartoons. Yeah. No question. Yeah. Especially Snagglepuss. Especially <laughs> Snagglepuss. Thank you. But to put them in a modern context with modern humor, that was so revolutionary. Yeah. And it and maybe it doesn't get the credit it deserves now because everything is a crossover. Everything's a, you know, kind of like, oh, guest star, put in this celebrity here or this character here. But at the time, you got to think that's like early 2000s. Mm. That was so unique, so original. And even with Harvey Birdman, you know, I remember my favorite Harvey Birdman moments were when he would do like the Scooby Doo like reveals where they would pull the mask off Mr. Smithers at the end. <laughs> oh, you know, like he's yeah. the villain. And that I was just, just like so when he said, That's a man kiss. <laughs> <laughs> they had creative license because Adult Swim, part of the Turner network overall, you know, Turner owns Hanna Barbera. So they were allowed to play with these characters. They had free reign. That also speaks to what Adult Swim really is, which it took norms mm. and just twisted them, tore them apart, flipped them upside down, ripped them up, ripped them open, and did not care what was left in its wake. I mean, yeah. really, Adult Swim, it's refreshing. For someone that has like a warped, twisted sense of humor, it was the perfect outlet for anyone just to tune on and be like, oh, wow. <laughs> like you get your mind blown every time you watch something on that show or on the network. Um, they also tackled things like gay rights, mm -hmm. weird stuff like that that you normally wouldn't associate with the Hanna-Barbera cartoons and everything. And they really tried to bring some of these more adult themes into the show, which helped me watch it because... 
I wouldn't watch those shitty cartoons, but <laughs> right. this was actually really funny and kind of a little more enlightening to, to me uh, at the time. Exactly. And another thing that I appreciated on that, on that note, good, was not only did they tackle tough topics, adult topics, yes. and especially in a generation early 2000s, remember George Bush, that era, that whole thing. I've heard of w. him. Yeah. Um, That's my Bush. That so, was, yeah. Those topics were very taboo in mainstream audiences, and, and William Street Cartoon Network hit like 100 million homes mm. in America. That's a huge uh, you know, that's a huge avenue for them to broadcast these things. That was great, man. But It's the, insane to think that Cartoon Network was just reruns of Hanna Barbera cartoons. That's all it was. That's all that channel was. They would all yeah. they would play till five in the morning yeah. when they put on their shitty kids shows. <laughs> after that, because they'd play uh, the Zabloids or whatever the hell they were. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It, it, but they, you know, thing of, talking about that, they, you know, they had Freakazoid, Animaniacs, yeah. I believe, was on uh, Cartoon Network. All those, like, yeah. you know, just whatever. When you're a teenager or older, those cartoons don't do anything for you. So this no. was the smartest move that they could have done, and it's given us the gift of unlimited humor. Mold-breaking humor up until even modern day today as a recording. This they still push the boundaries and limits, mm. unlike anyone else, in in my opinion. But it's also you can be an idiot. Yes, on Adult Swim, you don't have to be oh, as smart time. as South Park or as smart as. And they 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 did show all the Family Guy reruns and kind of revitalized that show. Mm. But Adult Swim for me really kicked off with its just outlandish, absurdist humor. Yeah, they did they did not care mm. what they put on the network as long as it was like. Bizarre. So I never really got into Space Ghost. I knew it. I thought it was funny. It never really struck a chord with me. Yeah. But there was four shows that spawned off it. You had the the uh, C Lab or whatever. C Lab twenty twenty one. That's a great I show. Harvey show. Birdman, Attorney of Law, um, the Brack Show. Yes. And the one that really sealed the deal, probably for me, and I know at least you. I don't know about Derek. He, he's a wild card. I am. Is Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Absolutely. Oh, that wasn't even my... my oh, Harvey Birdman yeah. was my gateway. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people's gateway, uh, talking outside ourselves, would be Robot Chicken. That was probably yes. the more popular uh, one. Yes, agreed. Um, that was the one that hit all the all the points. But um, So that's interesting. You note the, the gateway the gateway drug yeah. of Adult Swim. You can't see me right now, but I, am, I have a lot of tattoos on my body, and I've dedicated a, an incredible amount of real estate on my body to... Aqua Teen Hunger Force characters. I have a lot of C-Lab characters, Venture Brother characters tattooed on my body. Um, Carl is on my leg. A lot of people point that out when I wear shorts. Uh, they ask me if he's my dad. Uh, I'm like, no. But, you know, that's... <laughs> oh, man, you should just say yes. <laughs> yeah. You should have got it on your foot yeah. so when you wear flip-flops. Uh, you see him. Yeah. Yes. Also, uh, we are on count one for You Can't See Me. If we use it again, we're going to have to Hey, John Cena, so we're going to have to watch it. <laughs> oh, noted, noted. Media icon and force, John Cena. Sorry, sir. Uh, but no, that's the thing, man. I, I definitely, um, this cartoon, Aqua Teen in particular, means a lot to me. So much so I literally have damaged my skin for the rest of my life in homage of these characters. But <laughs> Well, if you damage it anymore, you're going to be president. Oh! So, Son of a bitch. <laughs> Smilfs.com. Hey, this is Dave from No One Is Listening. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Did you know that Cheryl Crow only uses one piece of toilet paper per wipe?
so Aqua Teen's interesting. The Gateway's interesting. But let's let's even go more macro on that. Like the animation style is what really gets me. I'm a, I, I always wish, I used to take drawing lessons when I was a kid. I always wanted to be an animator. I, I loved drawing cartoons. So the simplified nature of the Adult Swim, the first, mm. the, the Sea Lab 2021, the yeah. Harvey Birdman, Space Ghost, it's that very simplistic, easy to understand animation style where they can put together, I mean, they did, I don't know how many episodes in a season, but a lot in yeah, it because it was easy to do. But I really appreciated that they didn't push it too hard, animation-wise. They let the characters, they let the stories, they let the quirkiness stand out, mm. and the animation was almost secondary, Yeah, in my opinion. And rightfully so. I mean, no adult is watching cartoons for art. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you kind of want to, you want to laugh, you want to you wanna be involved. Yeah. But I'm not, oh shit, that, that cartoon looks sick, dude. I'm going to watch it. Because yeah. there's a lot of cartoons that look sick that are dog crap. Like, yeah, they had a lot in that a lot of those really nice cartoons like that in Liquid Television, MTV mm-hmm. to Liquid Television. Yes. Yeah. Those are gorgeous. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, like Eon Flux and stuff it, like that. Yeah, like, but you, you but you don't have Frylock. You don't have Master Shake. Mm-hmm. You don't have Meatwad. You don't have Doctor Weird. Like you don't have the Moon Knights. Exactly. They're just so <laughs> the bizarre. From so. Foreigner, or no, it was, <laughs> it was the Foreigner. It was us. No, it was Rush. Yeah, it was Rush. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was Neil Pert. Neil yeah. Pert. It was in the movie, yes. right? Uh, yeah. Yes. All right, let's kind of backtrack a little bit before we dive into the Aqua Teen and sort of the show breakdowns. I, I like where you were going, Derek, with the robot chicken. Like, what was – Adult Swim was kind of a niche thing. You remember they used to play the bumpers of the old people swimming in the pool, the guy in the megaphone, oh, all mm. the kids out, whatever. That was kicking it off. But they would usually, like, then softball it into something more mainstream. Uh, Family Guy re- reruns, Futurama reruns, and – that kind of helped those shows enter a different stream, almost gave them credibility because yeah. they would get lost on Fox Network, mm-hmm. like just the channel. Well, they just get canceled right away. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And, but because it went on Adult Swim, people were like, oh, this is pretty smart. I, yeah. I'm going to pay attention to this. And they started getting the critical acclaim and things like that. I really think that having those sh- shows anchoring the 10 o'clock spot, the 11 o'clock spot was perfect because it brought in the audience and it added credibility. To bring in a network show into this weird niche of Harvey Birdman, C-Lab mm. 2021, Robot Chicken was then that next step where you know Seth Green. You're like, oh, Seth Green's that guy that was in that movie that he wore goggles in and he was kind of a nerd. <laughs> he was called uh, Special K. Yeah, he, <laughs> wasn't he the checkers guy back in the day, which was yeah, rallies? No, he was the, the, ching. the ching guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so you know, now he's doing his own amazing stop-motion cartoon, which we can dive into. Derek, what, what were you going to say? Uh, I was just going to say, uh, Robot Chicken, I would assume that the, the bigger gateway for it was, it was basically most of the episodes were um, action figures. Yeah. Mm. Just how, at the time, a lot of kids had grown up to be teenagers, and some of them grew out of the action figure phase. They're not dolls. I know, they're <laughs> not dolls, they're action figures. Um, but that's this was now them seeing... Oh wow, these action figures are doing funny shit. Yeah. Yeah. And well, it's also a bunch of nerd stuff like Star Wars and super nerdy. Uh, Transformers super nerdy. sometimes. <laughs> Mario. And, and once again, going back to the cross platform. Like you can have Batman in the same skit as Barbie, as as Optimus Prime, as Fox Mulder. Mm. Right? Like it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It, so Seth Green unlocked this like magic box of ingredients that no one was really doing, or I don't even know if they were allowed to, but he got away with it in a way that it brought together 
different nerds from different fandoms. Yeah, and yeah. They especially all the ones who it. like to see robots fucking washing machines. <laughs> <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> My favorite thing about that show was the celebrity voices. Mm. He would have the actual people like Buffy, Sarah, yeah. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She'd be on the show. I mean, yeah. it, he was on Buffy, wasn't he? Didn't he was. He I think he show? was. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't don't know how it. I know that, but I can certifiably <laughs> say that he was. I can almost guarantee you we will not be doing a Buffy episode. Nope, nope. <laughs> All right, we'll see what happens. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, Dave! With it the could be the red ball. card. I'm still pushing the red card. I'm into it. Yeah, but th- you're right. Uh, they, he had like Mila Kunis. Um, I, what what was the most ridiculous voice? Was the Arnold Schwarzenegger? They always do an Arnold Schwarzenegger one. because uh, he had the T2 figures on all the time. Yeah, I think he had Carrot Top on a, one episode or. At least, like, somebody doing Carrot Top. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> or Gallagher. Ryan Seacrest. Ooh, <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so that was fun. And that kind of broke Adult Swim into a larger audience yet again. So you have Family Guy, Futurama, Staples, gave them credibility. Robot Chicken just breaks apart all these different, you know, genres. And he did it so well. You know, Robot Chicken was around for, what, over a decade? He mm-hmm. has multiple movies that he's done. The mm-hmm. Star Wars ones st- stand out to me. That gave... Adult Swim, a different audience to then unleash the absurdity. Oh yeah. Oh, like time. So if you were if you were that you know <laughs> corn fed American that just loves his Family Guy and Futurama, welcome. I love dick jokes. <laughs> it, it, here comes Xavier Renegade Angel. Oh, Hold come, on. No. No, we're moving too far ahead. Yeah. We will I come know, back to this. But <laughs> to show the gap of you know where you were gonna go from Family Guy, yeah. you know, to some of this other stuff, it's awesome, and that's what I love. I'm telling you right now, when I watched Adult Swim, I didn't care about Family Guy, didn't care about Futurama. Mm. I waited until those episodes were over. Oh, yeah. When it would start the madness, right? Yeah. The midnight madness till whenever I could... <laughs> the uh, whenever. Shake Zula, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was cool to me, is, is that next step. So with that, the original episode, or the original cartoons that aired on Adult Swim, C-Lab 2021 was probably my favorite outside of Aqua Teen. Mm. If if you guys haven't watched C Lab twenty twenty one, give it a fair shot. Oh no, I've watched. It's quite the amazing show. It's so it smart. Really is. It's so ridiculous. They actually recycled real footage from C Lab twenty twenty, the old, the nineteen sixties <laughs> Hanna Barbera animation show. All I have to say is Eric Estrada. Dude. Eric Estrada. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, how can you fuck up with that? You cannot. No, you, you cannot. Can't. And he played such an incredible character. That's so good, Murphy. Who is the Sea Lab captain is just this dumb, like he is the oh, quintessential yeah. dumb captain guy, like aloof, but confident, quirky. He, he's basically the Leslie Nielsen from, <laughs> from the Naked Gun in this cartoon. And uh, you couldn't have put together a better crew on Sea Lab 2021. No, so it was great. I definitely recommend that's a good starting point because mm. Aqua Teen's kind of out there. Oh, yeah. Sea Lab is. Um, is a good olive branch, if you will. If you guys are listening to this and don't know anything about early 2000s Adult Swim, put on C-Lab 2021. I hope that you'll be pleasantly surprised. I think it's accessible enough before we enter this this dark zone we're about to dive into here. (laughs) I would say Aqua Teen's more like that sandwich that you kind of know... You like it, but you don't know why. What? Hold on. It's the sandwich that you Kill me. you keep eating it, but it gets better <laughs> as you get to the end. That, but there is no end. 
it's that sandwich that just like sits in the corner of your cabinet forever. And you're like, well, it's got Dijon. It's a fine okay. wine. It's a turkey on rye, yeah. man. <laughs> My neighbor made it. Don't really want it. Thank God, you. It's a- like all the condiments are in the corner. Like <laughs> you wait The bread last- soggy because the tomato kind of like oh, yeah. melted in the sun. Pickles just sogging it up. Dude. <laughs> that was awful, Derek. I think, that was a- I think it's a great intro for it, though. I think you're just hungry. Did you skip dinner? This is Squeaky Dicks for Soft Farts. Soft Farts bringing you the softest podcast in the land. No one is listening. Now enjoy these soft farts. Yes. Aqua Teen Hunger Force was was part of the original launch of of Adult Swim, which I was definitely a shock to me when I when fucking brilliant dude doing this show prep. I did not realize it came out that early. Yeah, imagine the pitch for this though. Oh I, yeah, I can't, I can't imagine it. Oh, a, a giant floating bag of fries, a cup that a milkshake that talks, and a, a childlike meatball, a transformative meatball. But those were all characters that were on Space Ghost. This well. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. They look different. Yes. <laughs> but they yes. were a team. <laughs> the hunger team. This and is true. I think that was just a joke that they just carried on. They just doing it. If it's done and someone sees it, they're gonna let it happen. Yeah, that's so. true. And, and that's like any good art. Mm-hmm. You just let it play out, see how people, you know, interpret it. And I, this is it's incredible. So Aqua Team, you know, basically is this team. Uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force <laughs> is this team of uh, really bizarre characters that are originally meant to fight crime or uh, solve mysteries. They were solving mysteries in the first couple episodes. Yeah, and it's like you literally you have a floating uh, fry carton that talks. You have a, <laughs> who's a, smarter than everybody? Yes. Totally smart, super genius. You have a milkshake, talking milkshake, master shake, who is just a, a an imbecile, idiot. yeah, total so imbecile. Dumb. He doesn't have a brain. If you ever watch the video, um, the old Clippers owner <laughs> sounded exactly Steve like Steve Ballmer. No, the old one, the one before that. He's a giant racist, and he got oh, fired yeah, for going yeah, on that yeah. racist rant. Yeah. They uh, put his uh, put his voice over Master Shake, oh, and no. it, you could not tell the difference. Oh, no. Oh, no. Donald Sterling. Donald Sterling, yes. Oh, he got in so much this. trouble. We're going to have to link this when this episode comes out. Oh, dude. But... But then, then you have Meatwad, who is this like innocent, childlike ball of shape shifting meat, right? And this is the team: you have fries, milkshake, and a meatball, mm. who are then neighbors with oh. one of the most iconic characters best of character. all time. He's the best character, Carl. Retard a lot of newski. Yeah, yeah, dude. I've watched every episode. I still can't say his last name. Oh, no, that, no, it's okay. on purpose, right? Yeah. Like that's how. That's why Bartot I love a lot of newski. <laughs> You so, can't wear gray sweatpants in a tank top without being Carl for a no, day. Yeah. No, and Carl was just, he is the quintessential asshole American neighbor mm. who has like shades of Uncle Rico from Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite. He's got bravado. He's this crazy dude. I, I, I know people like Carl in real life. Oh, yeah. That's why I connect with that character so much. Who He just loves like shit from the 80s. Yeah. Um, He's just an asshole. I, one of the, my favorite episodes is that he's eating unlimited chicken wings. Like, 
like he's at the strip club or whatever. Or no, he's at trivia night. Oh, yeah, trivia night. Yeah, yeah. And he, and, and <laughs> he the, has the, for his celery. <laughs> <laughs> the brainiac is this guy that kind of like makes things appear out of no, like out of nothing. Carl's just eating unlimited chicken wings for like hours, dude. Like this guy's just eating chicken wings for hours and doesn't break his sweat. Like that's my dude. Like, yeah. And I love. <laughs> Did you just see what I ate? I'm going to be farting fire over here. <laughs> <laughs> the Aqua Teen Hunger Force kind of has their interaction with Carl on a daily basis. Carl's kind of like the foil. Um, but they battle these different enemies or these different villains. And my two favorite on the show are definitely the Moon and Ice. Yes, yeah. Moon Knights and Glenn Danzig. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Danzig, turn out the lights. Woo. I used to do a good meatwad back in the day. Uh, not, not now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll get so, no one to do his. But they have, you know, do um, you guys remember Oglethorpe and Emery? The yes. uh, the squishy aliens, yes. yeah. So they were great. Um, you had the cybernetic ghost yep. of <laughs> Christmas Past from the future. There are so many amazing villains that they that they just interacted with. Just the characters that they came up with. Uh, MCP pants yep. evolving oh, into God. a spider, and then yes, that yeah. whole like the ongoing like MC Chris doing the voice was brilliant. Yeah, the music. The music of that show, <laughs> like who did they get? Schooly D. Yeah, Schooly D. Dude, that's they just wanted a theme song. I think they said we want people to be scared. <laughs> like, <laughs> they want people like not to like. To, I, we wanted this song not to fit the cartoon. Yeah, and and, and I think they it probably did scare a lot of people. Oh yeah, probably. I think Aqua Teen definitely did. Uh, speaking of that, one of my favorite cameos is David Cross. He mm. played a character called uh, Happy Time Harry, yep. who. <laughs> Um, commence the jig. Oh no, no, he was the no, the he was a doll. Yeah, yeah, he was, a, he was, he was. When a, I had to commence the jiggling. Yeah, commence the jiggling, y'all. And David Cross played this doll that Meatwad brought home. He went to a store, bought this doll that came to life. But he was like a, a manically depressed like mm, doll. Like yep. that was his. That was his superpower. Was he had like super cynicism and like he was crippling depression. But he came with a knife, right? And he like he basically killed himself in the yes. episode. And <laughs> It was like one of the darkest episodes, uh, but you have this guy, meat, meatwad, this ball of meat, who's like super childlike, and he didn't understand the ramifications of this. You know, you had the love mummy, if you remember that yes. episode. Well, the caveman, yeah, <laughs> the play Soltar, <laughs> <laughs> the wisdom cube, the wisdom cube the was brood a total witch. Yeah, brood witch was just brood witch. <laughs> incredible. So they would go through these like bizarre scenarios, and it was so. Goofy and different, episode to episode. But it didn't matter if it linked up from one to another. Each episode was its own standout. And um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, uh, once again, could talk about this for a long time. Oh, yeah. It was definitely the mainstay. It was the heavy hitter, I feel, of Adult Swim. Yeah. But it definitely wasn't the entry-level one. No, <laughs> this no. Was, this was hard mode. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard mode, but they had a, a fucking movie. Yeah. They yeah. had a, yeah. And I'll never forget when this movie was coming out. I was so pumped. They said they were going to show the movie on Cartoon Network like a week before it came out. So like it was like Thursday night at 8 o'clock. They start showing the movie. They show the first like three minutes of the movie. And then it just shrinks. Oh, the screen, and it yeah. goes yes. in, the, I remember. in the upper left corner I of the remember. screen. And it's like a half inch by half inch square of the movie playing. <laughs> All the way through, as they just play the rest of their whole program. Oh, I, genius! I, genius! It was genius. It was great. I loved it. Yeah, because <laughs> you knew something was up. Uh, I really have one thing to add here. I had season four of the DVD set. <laughs> this is the 
best fucking thing I've ever. <laughs> I fell victim to this. Had. I saw it in the notes. They have a play all feature, which children back in the day DVDs. DVDs. Ah, the good old but days. For Aqua Teen, when you hit play all, it brought up a screen of all the episodes on that DVD <laughs> and played them all at yes. once. And it's yes. the most amazing thing. Also, I didn't put it in the notes. But I listen to the commentary tracks on that, oh, no. and it's just them talking in the background, not even about anything. <laughs> it's just people talking in the background, and it's uh, on a whole other level. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So, it, you know, uh, the foreigner belt speaks out to me, which yeah. was a, a belt that Carl wore that granted him superpowers, gave him some beautiful hair. Uh, check out the foreigner belt episode. What other episodes stand out to you guys to recommend to the uh, the listening oh, audience? Geez. There was one where Meatwad gets swallowed by a snake. Oh, yeah, yeah, It gets yeah. drunk. Yeah. <laughs> they try to get the snake drunk, so it pukes up, and Meatwad's <laughs> just drunk inside the snake. Oh, it's <laughs> so good. Yeah. That's a great episode. Broodwitch is definitely Brood a Broodwitch is classic. Uh, the frat aliens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My dad owns a dealership. Uh, great episode. Yep. <laughs> There's just so many. The I trees. Mean, you literally, yeah, you literally just have to get a box set and watch them. Yeah. You can and you watch can probably, any episode. You can probably get them at resale shops now because, as you mentioned, DVDs are kind of old school. Go to adultswim.com and they probably have a lot of episodes right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's true. I'm pretty sure we haven't watched the last four seasons of that show because it's I, been on forever. That's the thing. It's the longest running Adult Swim show. I probably fell off Adult Swim when I stopped touring because we were lucky enough to have a TV in our van when I was touring when I was a young man in my (laughs) early 18 to 22 years old. One of those CRT Um, TVs. Oh, yeah. No, no. We had a flat panel. It was crazy. We mounted it. We had a Chevy G20 van. We had a PlayStation 2 because it had a DVD function on it. And every time an Aqua Teen DVD set came out, we'd buy it. That's what we would watch after shows driving from city to city. Um, The Aqua Teen stuff, man, it was like just go out and get a DVD or yeah, like Dave said, go to adultswim.com. You guys are gonna love this stuff, man. It's it's I think it still will probably hold up today. Cause there was no like there was no I don't know, was there any time references or anything like that? It was just like absurdity. Yeah, you know? Not really. I know the episode that stood out most for me was the clown one where they kept Becoming clowns. Oh, oh yes, dude. yes, yes. Forgot about that. <laughs> yes. Oh, I. You know, it's interesting. I thinking about. Okay, now I remember. I fell off when they started changing the name. Yeah. To like. Uh, That's about when I fell. Super off. Patrol Squad. Like, yeah. Whatever they they. For some reason, someone made the call to change Aqua Teen Hunger Force to a different show title. And that's kind of when I, I don't know, I just lost interest at that point. I had already watched probably 80 episodes, yeah. gotten it tattooed on the entire we lower half of my body. And- yeah. <laughs> we are yeah. too busy rocking. That's yeah, true. We're living like Carl. <laughs> but, but it went into different shows at oh, that yeah. point. So it went from, you know, Aqua Teen Hunger Force to. Probably my favorite show of all time. Oh, I know what you're going to say. We'll get there in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to kind of, before we dive into a different territory of Adult Swim, as far as animation's concerned, um, you know, another thing around this era when I was getting into it, so 2004, 2005, there was a show that came out on Adult Swim called Boondocks, mm-hmm. which, which um, is a great comic yeah, book. Yeah, it's a great show. Way. And that's what it was. It was an adapted comic book. Yeah. But what was interesting, once again, Adult Swim took something very uncomfortable that the American public looked at as taboo, which was, you know, the black culture, right? Like yeah. black American culture was, ooh, if you're white, don't talk about it. Yeah. You know, it's like crazy, right? And Boondocks was definitely upfront about 
like the socio-political issues mm. that African Americans face. And they it was raw, it was brutal. And it was a very important show. The one episode that was very controversial was one of the children on the show. He he went to like some event that was like a they basically it's a black family that moved into a, a well-to-do white neighborhood. Mm. So it was like a whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, so they brought a lot of urban culture into this neighborhood. The kid gets on a microphone at like a family gathering or something at one of these white people's houses and goes, Jesus was black, Reagan is the devil, and the government lied to you about 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> that came out, that statement was very controversial. Oh, yeah. Um, and that kind of put Boondocks on a at different level. At least the last part was at that point. Yeah, there was an episode where they brought Martin Luther King Jr. back. Yes. And yeah. I found that, that was a super controversial episode because <laughs> he basically called out a lot of black culture, like entertainment at, in, in that episode. So I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I ain't touching this. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm done. I'm, I'm watching it. I ain't touching it. It's the Homer yeah. Simpson into the bushes gift. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, I ain't got no, no, no room to speak on this. No, no. So that was a very important show for Adult Swim. Also, Venture Brothers. Venture Brothers is one of my top. It's number two at least. Yeah, yeah. Venture Brothers. Well, if go ahead and speak it, on it. Yeah. So... If you don't know, Venture Brothers is basically a parody of Johnny Quest. Yep. And that that was an old Hanna-Barbera show, too. Mm -hmm. Two brothers, <laughs> their scientist dad, who's just a maniac. Yeah. Oblivious about everything. Uh, Brock. <clears throat> Brock Samson. Brock. Uh, sporting the mullet, always. Yeah. He's super badass bodyguard <laughs> for these kids. And they just go on adventures. Uh, <laughs> the Venture Bros. Duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is also a really long-running show. Yep. They do something... That's kind of different. They have huge gaps in between seasons. It was a long time. Yeah, yeah. so I don't know. I kind of fall out, but it's just a well-written show, man. It really is. The animation's great. The storytelling, the, the characters, great characters. You got Girl Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> Baron Von Underbite. Like, <laughs> the monarch. The uh, monarch is Professor just... Girlfriend. Yes. Th that's still one of my favorite gags of the whole time is they have the hottest girl on the show, cartoon-wise, and has the lowest man voice <laughs> ever. Yeah. She just sounds like she's smoking cigars the whole time. Yeah. So it's just a good show. And it's unique. It's different. It's kind of venturing on the Harvey Berman territory of taking these pre-made characters and developing modern day stories. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's great. Venture Brothers, check that out too. That's another when you're putting together your adult swim checklist, make sure you add a, an episode of that on there. Yeah. This is Meat Rob, your very favorite part of meat from that show that nobody cared about. Listen to this podcast, The Fuck Show. Okay, let's let's just let's get to that next era. Okay, we're getting okay. To the next. We're taking the next step. So, oh, are we? Yeah, we are. We're going I steady. Think so, because there's a you know, I, I still know that we're there's a lot of uh, mm. very. Uh, yeah. niche cartoons. Yeah, that well, there's a lot of about. things that like I hate on Adult Swim, like Drinky Crow. Drinky Crow's bad, awful, or Saul the Mole Man. <laughs> Frisky Dingo. No, fuck, fuck you, fuck you dude. Frisky Dingo is fucking gold. No, it was no, it was good. It was so good. But I just we'll get know because pre-show Derek was talking about Frisky. I had to get my oh, shot in. So good. Though. We're gonna talk about in. some Frisky. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Before we get into that, um, a huge. 
like a huge sideswipe uh, of Adult Swim format. They went from animation mm. into live action. Yes. Big jump. You know, you watch cartoon network it's in the name cartoon network but then here they're gonna they're gonna throw out some live action stuff and my favorite television show my favorite uh i guess just art piece the ongoing art piece (laughs) art um is none other than tim and eric awesome show great Great job. job okay this show no i mean it is not an understatement for me to say that Tim and Eric Awesome Show, great job, changed my oh, life. Oh, hands down. <laughs> hands down. Tim Heidecker and Eric Wareheim absolutely fundamentally changed the way I've looked mm. at everything in the world. They changed comedy. Yes. I feel yeah. those two have changed modern day comedy. They yes. definitely changed Old Spice commercials. <laughs> they, they changed <laughs> all advertisement. <laughs> everything. You see like Domino or Little Caesar commercials and they're getting wild. Everyone's yeah. getting wild. I love it. Yeah. yeah. No, and they'll is. do that corny 70s style stuff mm-hmm. of public access and everything. And that was the brilliance of Tim and Eric. They took the familiar and just, I mean, it went so dark and to the deepest depths mm-hmm. of yes. darkness. Yeah. I mean, that is what they did, and, and that is how my brain works. But I didn't know my brain worked that way until I watched the show. Yeah. I mean, I connected so much. <laughs> I All right, so... A little personal tale. I literally connected so much to this show that I ended up getting hired by Tim and Eric Awesome Show when I was in college. I would write treatments I would send to their producer, uh, who I'll just call CB. I uh, don't know if I have permission to give his name, but uh, I would send them the CB. CB. And CB uh, ended Is he up. Is a gumshoe? <laughs> <laughs> Is he trying to find Carmen San Diego? <laughs> uh, you can probably find who the producer was back in the day. But I sent him a ton of treatments, and eventually he offered me a job to work for Tim and Eric. Now, it's a whole other story why that didn't work out, but they... AIDS. Yeah, no. (laughs) Come on, no, no. That's not part of my uh, biopic. Not part of my musical biopic. But um, (laughs) (laughs) that's how much it meant to me is that I literally spent semesters of my college life trying to get hired by the show, and um, it morphed into what I... How I view everything day to day. And... This is a topic easily that can fill an entire episode of No One Is Listening. Oh, yeah, hands down. because yeah. And this, it probably will one day. It probably will. Yeah, it this show will. means probably just as much to me as it does you. Oh, yeah. This show, I wasn't even smoking weed, and this show <laughs> made me feel high. <laughs> yeah. It, it changed everything. There was no rules. Everything was just fucked. Yeah, that's <laughs> the yeah. best way to put and it. And that's the beauty. And my favorite part of the show was the characters. Mm-hmm. They just went in. <laughs> they just went in the classified heads, <laughs> and they found all these. I mean, these are effless actors. Oh, they're they're yes. not even should be near a video camera. No, they should not be. No, they should not be in my head. <laughs> I should not have ever seen these people on TV. Like <laughs> just the names, like Ben Hur, Carol Crabbit, Glenn <laughs> like, Dennis, dude. Yeah. Like the sit on you guy. Like, oh. why do I know a guy with a mustache who wears all <laughs> denim and sings a song about sitting on you? And he's the Bub Bubs bounce yeah, guy. Bub Bubs. Look, people, if you have not seen the Bub Bubs oh, skit, no. like, do yourself a favor, freak out for like 15 minutes, and then laugh your ass <laughs> off because it is hilarious. Yeah. I did smoke a lot of weed when, mm. the, when this was out. So it was just as enjoyable. Oh, yeah. I probably um, would have loved it even more. It was, uh, was kind of crazy. Uh, but you're right, man. It was, um, it's a trip. 
It's just Tim and Eric are a trip. But that's that was the brilliance of what Adult Swim allowed. Yeah. On on this format is that you know Tim and Eric they had a, a an animation show, very lo-fi animation show called Tom Goes the Mayor. And I didn't like it. I never gave it a chance. I felt. Did you go back and watch it? No, I should though. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think you might like it now, knowing mm. them, because when Tom Goes the Mayor came out on Adult Swim, it was not critically acclaimed. Yeah. People did not understand it. It was weird. It was Tim and Eric's humor. Yeah. Um. But it wasn't until they pitched their live show, their mm. live action show, that like for me, Tom goes to Mary. I'm like, oh yeah, now I get it. Yeah. Now I get why this was so awesome that they were allowed to have their own sketch comedy show. Well, I feel like eighty percent of Tim and Eric's humor is just seeing their fucking face, like their facial expressions during whatever line <laughs> yeah. they say or their stupid hair or freeze frame. <laughs> yeah. of their, they're a one eyelid popped open. Yeah. Or whatever. And, like it and. Their songs, the music, it's yes. like lo-fi, like minivan highway, dude. Oh, cops and robbers, <laughs> cops dude, and robbers and cops. Corey and his, you see, and his brother. But so you know what? I, I now remember what people used to call it: nightmare humor. Oh yeah, I loved it. Yes, I loved every nightmare that it brought up. <laughs> it is total nightmare humor, and I, however fucked up this may be, I relate to it. Mm-hmm. Doctor Steve Brule. Yep. Come on now, John C. Riley and his his best role ever, I think. Yeah, uh, or had a spinoff the, uh, or Gangs of New York. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, what was the porno movie? Uh, Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Um, yeah, Days of Thunder too. He was in Days of Thunder. Yeah. Was he in Days of Thunder? I think he was in Days of Thunder. No, you're thinking of Michael Nights, Rooker. Dude. Oh no, I think Michael John Rooker. C. I'm, I'm going to do a search while yeah. while we continue on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say the uh, I only start I only started watching Tim and Eric about a year ago. Okay. That was the first time I had ever really oh, watched it. Yeah. <laughs> you and other people would reference it. I'd be like, <laughs> I should probably watch it. Oh, dude, yeah. You- but the, uh, <laughs> I think the one that made me the most uncomfortable is throughout the episode, they're partying at uh, Tim or Eric's parents' apartment. Okay. And they're partying the whole time. But then their parents <laughs> come home. One of their parents, yeah, their parents come home and they all file into this one of those. Um, uh, the closet closets with the, the that you can see through, <laughs> <laughs> and just, with the blinds, yeah. and then their parents just start having sex right yeah. there with ten guys in the closet watching it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, speaking of, I thought you were going to go a different direction with the party because there's so many party scenarios in Tim and oh, Eric. Yeah. The one where it's just uh, the party and <laughs> it's, it's just the noises. Everyone's dancing, but there's no music, music. So music. all you hear is. It's <laughs> 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 grown men grunting. Uh, uh. That's funny. They had to have gotten that from a movie. No, dude. Because oh. in movies, when they when they film the dancing parts, they're always right. there's no music there. Right. So it's just people <laughs> making noise. Dude, the Uncle Muscles Hour with Weird Al. Oh, Weird Al. Oh, and <laughs> Casey and it's just like Fortin with Will. Oh. Muscles for Bones. Uh, Zach Elfanakis. <laughs> yeah. Jane and uh, Wayne Skyler. Yes. The yes. Larry News Club. There's so the many internet. characters. <laughs> Who is the what's his name? David Liebehart. David Liebehart, <laughs> dude. You cannot so We can go on and on. Salome. Yeah. Salome. 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 Power embrace hug. Yes. Grill Vogel, <laughs> my boy, Ray Wise. It's incredible. You just have to go a deep dive. This yeah. is a definite deep dive. If you want to get real weird. Like, hit me <laughs> right. up. We'll get real I, weird watching Tim and Eric. I think. I think. Okay, and we can we can move on because once again, this is a uh, this. this gonna, I can really this. chop this up for a while. Yeah. But there is a clear line in the sand, of you know a clear line 
of people who enjoy Tim and Eric and those who absolutely hate it. There's no middle ground. No, none at all. This this is not a show your parents show. Yeah, it, <laughs> no. It's like it's like Rush. <laughs> Either you love Rush or you hate yeah, him. Yeah, it's true. Talks 20 fucking minutes. <laughs> that is very true. So, all right. What other live action shows can you guys think of besides Steve Brule that they that they try to experiment with? I know they tried working with some Eric Andre yeah, the Eric but that's, that's not till yeah, that's later. That's two thousand tens. Yeah, I didn't like Saul the Mole Man. No, no, I didn't like the Mighty Boosh. Um, no, I did not like Mighty Boosh either. But a lot of people did. It's too that British. Was pretty, that was pretty it's popular. British. So I mean, th- okay. So can we agree that Tim and Eric was was the quintessential live action show? Oh yeah, hands down. For, for me, for me at yeah. least, yeah. Okay, so um, yeah. Yeah, but there were other shows, uh, Metalocalypse. Well, that's what I was going to get to next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what what other animation shows? Because Metalocalypse, I mean, another staple. Yeah, that that's huge. That was the one that was kind of straying away from Adult Swim. And someone's like, oh, there's this cartoon about death metal band. I'm like, what? No way. And they're like, yeah, yeah dude, you got to watch it. Yeah, yeah it sure enough. <laughs> and I got to see... Death Clock Live. There you go. That was a great show. Yeah. You saw Mastodon open up for him. That's yeah. kind of funny. <laughs> Mastodon in the Aqua Teen movie. This is true. Yeah. This yeah. is very true. Now, I wonder with, with Metalocalypse, because you and I come from um, the music background. Like, mm. That's what we've done for a long time. So that's why that show was super funny to us. Oh, yeah. And we got a lot of that humor. Mm. Derek, have you watched any Metalocalypse? I watched it. I think I watched all of season one in one sitting. And once. what were your thoughts on it? I love this show. Uh, <laughs> I never went back to it. I love my show. <laughs> I, I I mean the the I don't even know the character names, but the drummer was probably my Pickles. favorite. Pickles. Yeah, Pickles. I was really surprised how popular that show got because I really thought it was just made for musicians. Because mm-hmm. there was there was a lot of like very specific humor about the music industry and black metal and death metal yeah. in particular. And I didn't realize that there was a big enough crossover for, oh, yeah. for just mainstream audiences. I mean, it's that late night. It's the whole college crowd. Yeah. It's me and my friends drinking beer, just throw something on TV. Yeah. I think that's how we found Metalocalypse. We were partying. Probably. And the TV was on and we saw <laughs> we heard like metal play and we saw dudes headbanging wearing corpse paint. And yeah. there was like metal music playing. We're like, oh, let's check this out. This yeah. looks kind of cool. I think it's 90% of the shows on Adult Swim too is you were drunk oh, partying. Yeah. Oh, looked yeah. over at the TV, saw yeah. something, and was like, mm-hmm. I want to see that. Yeah, I mean, during my drinking party days, Dave and I, I mean, we put in countless hours on... Yeah, countless beers. On all the, <laughs> right, on all these shows. I mean, it was just part of the culture, and that's I, that was their... We were their target audience. Well done, Adult Swim. You yeah. got us. Oh, you yeah. Us, <laughs> no, they sure. totally... Hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, dude. and but they, like I said, they always had those weird shows, like Assy McGee. Yeah. Like, like, Not that, a fan of Assy McGee, How was that dude. show even pitched? It's like... It's <laughs> it's a, a cop who's an ass. <laughs> I gave it a shot. He has uh, I every I gave every show a shot. I didn't like it. <laughs> but Assy McGee's voice is the best part. <laughs> Real mumbly. Like it's not, he's like a like, film noir. He kind like, of like flaps when he talks. Like, <laughs> There's <laughs> a little fart behind it, yeah. He's got a show. fart behind his voice. Uh, Xavier Renegade Angel. Oh, okay. God, Weirdest man. show ever. <laughs> so who wants to break ever. it down? Derek, you gotta break down Xavier. I can't. I, I don't even know if you can. You can't. It looks it's, like <laughs> it's reboot era CG yes! graphics from like the CW. Like the CW's worst the snake CG. For, I can't even describe. He, yeah, I can't he's even like remember. a hairy Bigfoot with long hair, a, a beak, snake for an arm in a spiritual dimension. Yes. It was 
brilliant. Oh yeah, and everyone looked like a Sims character, like the it original was David Lynch. <laughs> yeah, the Adult okay. Swim Show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Xavier Renegade Angel was definitely a David Lynch esque uh, CG. I um, I bought a box set. Of, I think it was Wonder Shows, and I oh, bought okay. a box set of Wonder Shows, and when I was out to sea, because uh, I was a pirate. Um, I got it from Amazon. Free shipping. <laughs> if I tossed in something else, and I'm kind of going through a list, they you know the you get the well, you might like part. you might like this thing. Like, yeah. Oh, it's an Adult Swim. I'll get that. I put it in. There's six other people sitting here, just staring at me. Beams of hate mm. for putting this <laughs> stuff on the TV. Right. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna turn this off. I'll watch it later. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty brilliant. But you know what? I just remembered while we're while you're dissecting that, a live action sketch comedy show that was on Adult Swim that I never watched um uh, was Children's Hospital. Oh, Children's Hospital, oh, yeah, yeah. Great show. Yeah, and, a great show. I, and looking back after we did our um the state Rob episode. Yeah. yeah, the state episode. A ton of it, people from I, the state. I, I saw a lot of those characters or mm. those actors in Children's Hospital. So I, I need to go back and watch those. The David Wayne's on there. Yeah, uh, he's been on a few episodes uh, Ken, of that. Ken, too. Ken Marie, I think David Wayne directed. Oh, he was did Super Jail. Super yeah. Jail. There's like so, like we could go on and on with shows. Like yeah, I'm thinking of them like like uh, what was it, Perfect Hair Forever. <laughs> that yeah. show was weird, dude. Yeah. <laughs> there's yeah, so there's a lot of weirdness, but I think Xavier was probably yeah yeah one it's, of the one of the, the weirdest, but also approachable. Approachable, yeah. Ask me, he was not as approachable. Hey, boys and girls, stop what you're doing right now. Pull over your horseless carriage, drop your mouths, dip your ears into the deep magic sack from the most amazing, spectacular spectacle of a podcast. No one is listening. Top three shows. Dude, that's tough. It is tough. If I was going to pick three shows and one honorable mention. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay. I'm going to go Tim and Eric. Aqua Teen. Oh, man. At least Frisky Dingo. Really? Frisky Dingo is going to be my honorable mention. Venture Bros is number three. Wow. That's what I'm going with. Um, Shoot, man. That's really... I didn't think we were going to go there. I didn't think we were going to rank it. No, I love it. I can can edit this out, man. (laughs) No, no, do not. Do not. Um, You know, I'm I'm probably going to second the top two. Tim and Eric, awesome show. Great jobs. My favorite Adult Swim show. Um, Aqua Teen. Second favorite, and the gap is very small, mm. but it's very large at the same time. Uh, and my third, you know, um, shoot, man, I'm probably gonna go see Lab 2021. Okay, yeah, right. yeah, because I can put those episodes on at any time yeah. and enjoy them. Honorable mention, honorable mention is is absolutely Super Jail. Okay, yes, all right, yes, Super Jail was uh, like a very another acid trip, a wild show, uh, man. Yeah, it was a, a French animation style, so um. If, we know if, how you if, love the French. E- <laughs> the auteurs. Yeah. Yes. It's that hat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, when I say French animation style, it's very colorful. It's up its, its own ass. It, it is <laughs> very, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's very unique. So watch Super Jail. Um, demonic. It's a demonic oh, yeah. show. Yeah. Very disturbing. But yeah, it's my honorable mention. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good list. I yeah. like that list. I feel you, happy. Bro? I have no discernible order, but it's going to be Frisky Dingo, Tim and Eric, mm. and uh, Aqua Teen. Okay. Right. So I'm fascinated. Yeah. Because I'm not as big of a fan as, of Frisky Dingo as you guys are. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't dislike it, No. but it wasn't one of my favorites at all. Why was it your favorite? 
The jokes <laughs> were just so good. There's so many payoffs, too. Yeah. The jokes always pay off, and the running jokes continue on for multiple seasons. Forever. Because there's only two. And the characters. The characters, they just interact so well. The intelligence. I don't know. I think you need to give it another chance, man. I probably will. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Because I was probably, when that came out, it was usually after Tim and Eric. And by that time, I was like super fucked. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So (laughs) It's uh, also one of those shows that you have to watch back to back to back. This is from the guys who made Archer. Now, okay, now I'm connecting the dots. Yes. yes. Okay. What is the current state of Adult Swim? I have no idea. Rick and Morty. Really? Rick and, oh, God. Why yeah. did I forget that? Yeah, Rick and Morty I've... is the current. That's, I think that's their heavy hitter. I really? Mean, oh, well, Rick. Eric Andre. Eric Andre. Love yeah. Eric Andre. Yeah. He's that's... definitely picked up for where Tim and Eric left off. I have laughed and been more uncomfortable watching this show. Really? <laughs> Hannibal Burris is on it. He kills I love it. him. I love Hannibal. I'm glad oh. the world gets, gets to see more Hannibal Burris. Yeah. He's great. They, he's the great. world it's deserves amazing. him. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Yeah. It's wild. It's like you are watching an explosion happen. Okay. Like, he purposely makes himself disgusting. Like, he does been some episodes where you, like, said you didn't shower for, like, a week Ugh. and was interviewing guests. And all of a sudden, you have, like, <laughs> snakes coming out of his desk or something. That's kind of wild. Yeah, it's wild. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, rats. He'll have, like, a naked dude show up behind him while he's trying to, like, interview, like, T.I. <laughs> oh, And no. T.I. gets, like, real pissed. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what up, man? What's up? And he just gets up and he's like, I ain't doing this. Like, he tries to make the guests leave. And then he'll just go on the street and do weird sketches, like, burn up. up. The full <laughs> burn up episode uh, might be my favorite. Yeah. Wow. All right, so I got a lot of research to do yeah. on modern day Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. Oh man, you can come over anytime and yeah. watch your country. <laughs> yeah, there's also like Pickles the Dog. Good okay. show. I've that, heard that, about that's it. That's kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, good. I'm happy that Adult Swim's still doing, uh, you know, boundary pushing content. Mm. That's exciting for me because I mean, looking back at everything we just talked about, this is Adult Swim innovation. Uh, that's how, yeah. that's the one word I would put with Adult Swim is innovation. That's what they did. They innovated uh, a whole new platform economy. Well, they also innovated weird shit to play at four in the fucking morning. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, what, they, they, they don't do Cowboy Bebop every night again? No. That's when they decided to put their French horror stuff on. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's horror, not whore. Oh, horror. Okay. Horror. There was this thing called I Saw a Bear Once, and it starts out with this weird video of this guy videotaping a bear saying, oh my god, it's so big. <laughs> and they're laughing. It's a really soft voice. And then it rolls right into one of those um, prescri- snuff films? <laughs> no, no. Right. That's, that's, yeah. It rolls into one of those commercials for um, Propecia? Propecia or something yeah, like yeah, something yeah. Similar to that. Yeah, that. But you wouldn't know that this is a continuing commercial and starts going through all the symptoms or all the side effects of it. And it's this mother driving down the car, and she starts feeling all the side effects. Yes. And is running into her house, screaming at her children. Yes. Like, all this terrible shit's going on. And I'm sitting there at four in the morning, terrified. Beautiful. <laughs> oh. Because yeah. it's around when you're, you know, you're kind of falling asleep. Yeah. If you're up at four in the morning, you're been watching stuff you're kind of falling asleep and this comes on and i would think i was up for another three hours just thinking about it <laughs> yeah it's stuff like that that's kind of what they're doing is that gorilla comedy yeah uh, too many cooks too many, too cooks. many I cooks. Need to, we need to mention too many cooks yeah, before you do. yeah you everyone needs to watch too many cooks yeah if yeah. you haven't that just came out now. of nowhere i still show people this video today yep i played at work <laughs> played at work when they got too many people on a project yeah too many cooks going right on my computer yep 
No question. So. Yeah, that's a, that's a great video to go Google mm-hmm. right now. So with that, I mean... Yeah, let's wrap this puppy up. Yeah. So thanks, guys. Thank thanks you. for breaking this You're down welcome. and reliving uh, a part of my life that was very foggy. Mm. Uh, I was happy that I didn't have to rely on too many notes uh, showing my brain still works somehow after all these years and all the damage I did to it uh, and all the damage Tim and Eric did as well. So um, it's time. It is time. It's, it's that time. time. Play that sound effect. I don't have... <laughs> I don't have it. Do you have any whistle. side effects this time? No. no, there's no sound effects going in. There. Oh, I can get oh. a sound effect going. Yeah. Can, I, can we do the William Street? <laughs> so we have two subjects left. Wow. Two. We've almost made it. We're almost there. <laughs> we're at this the finish a, line. A long journey. It's, it's a stretch. We're, we're, we're going to have to tie yeah. up some loose ends You know next what, season. man? We're finding our way. We're finding our way, and I appreciate that we're we're starting to get better at this whole this whole conversation podcast thing, right? Because it's a mm. tough medium. We got to talk to strangers we've never met before across whatever the states, the world, whoever's listening to us now, and hope that we can connect with them. So yeah, it's been good. I think yeah. I think I think these are fun. Yeah, we are the there. Hideo Kojimas of podcast. You've said that before. <laughs> I know because I edited that episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, who well, wants? Aquatine's like a well, sandwich. Shut up. Well, here I did some calculation after, like I was trying to remember what's left. Yep, there are two subjects left. One is Derek's, and one is yours. Chris. Yeah. So, one of you guys could pull it, or I could pull it. I'd rather have you pull me. You know, <laughs> oh my God. dot com. All right. Smilfs. Clilfs. Jamesqual.com. All right. So he's reaching in the sack, y'all. All right. It's it's hot, heavy. His hands are sweaty. Mom's spaghetti. Eminem about to drop that recipe. Okay. Here Ooh. it is. Oh, another long one. I think this is yours, Chris. Correct? <laughs> The Evil Dead. Yeah, baby. Is that you? Yeah. How exciting. That should be a long one. <laughs> yeah, it can be. It can be if you oh, want Oh, it's going to be all over the place. Yeah, bring, I mean, your, bring your sleeping bag, y'all. We're just talking about Bruce Campbell for an hour. Is, which is Which I easy. have no qualms against. Yes. So, listen, I'm excited uh, to talk Evil Dead on the next episode with you guys. And um, with that, if anyone listened to this... No one is listening to podcasts. I know you're out there. I know you're listening. Hit us up on social media. Let's expand the conversation a little bit. Uh, I am very lonely on Twitter. Get- <laughs> <laughs> How lonely are you? No, I'm not. I have a, I have a lot of uh, good people I interact with about Star Wars, as Derek and I had talked about earlier uh, today. There's a lot of conversation about Star Wars we'll on my about- Twitter feed. But we can talk about any of these episodes. <laughs> if you want to chat up Tim and Eric with me, let's do it. I love Tim and Eric, so oh. let's talk. You can hit me up. At known as Chris, you can hit the podcast up at Noil Podcast, N O I L Podcast, uh, which is also good on Instagram. Too. Yeah, yeah, we're on Instagram. We're yeah. on all that. Yeah, that's where we, we on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, we do Whoa. short tits on Instagram. Whoa. <laughs> hey, hey, filtered. There's filtered. No, you good? Okay, you got good tits. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, David underscore V underscore Roth. Yeah. And I notice that Chris does that. Yeah, every time I do that. I, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm working on it. Yeah, I'll get I'll get it there. Uh, you can also follow me. Uh, send me tweets, letting me know that John C. Riley was in fact in Days of Thunder. No! of the name of Buck, <laughs> my night is ruined. Buck, yes, Buck Berthington. No. He was on the pit crew okay, for good old sense. Cole Trickle. Cole Trickle. <laughs> Cole Trickle. So top that, Derek. Holy what you got? <laughs> This is a, oh. another striking example of the Mandela effect. <laughs> but you can find me at Drake Dangerson one 
on the Twitter. Uh, I don't do any other social media because fuck that. Wow, well, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. nice. I feel you. No, feel this you. is a good one, man. Yeah, it's so, great. I guess we'll see you all next week when we talk some Evil Dead. Let's Ooh. do it. Peace. Later. <laughs>